Thanks for joining us on BB and Budgie's Thursday night, Ricky. Uh, special guest, as you can see, joining me tonight, JP Vandermeys. Um, JP, thanks for, for coming on and, and giving us your time. Uh, you're a little bit excited because we're going to see you in a new car for the first time in Whangarei in a few weeks' time. Just tell us a little bit about the backstory on this car, how long you've been working on it, and how excited, I guess, you are to, to finally get behind the wheel of it. Yes, well, we uh, bought it two years ago and the intention of driving it for a year and then building it into a race car. And so we used it for Ricky last year uh, when we did our national championship. And then we pulled the trigger to build it and obviously took a bit longer than expected. And so, yeah, it's ready, ready to go. And hopefully we get it set on Wednesday and tick the last of the boxes and send it. So this is the ST180 that you're talking about. You had the the old car at Otago. Um, just you know, what, how much of a difference is it going to be driving um, the, the the new car? How much of adjustment is it going to take? Uh, that is un, undecided. Uh, it's twice the horsepower. Uh, yeah, it should be interesting. Uh, in terms of a platform, it should be almost identical. So going around a corner should be fine, but I should make it to the corner a lot quicker. Um, <laughs> Learning a turbo uh, will be the interesting part. Uh, never driven a turbo car in anger. Um, so looking forward to the challenge, and hopefully it doesn't uh, kick like a mule. <laughs> so is Whangarei then you know, a case of trying to get some miles under your belt, get to the ends, bank some, some seat time, and, and explore this car and find its limitations and, and where your limitations are in, in conjunction with it? Uh, I, I think that's the smart one. But we did that last year. We went for seat time last year and just kept our noses clean and tried to learn as much as we could. And this year we're trying to step it up a little bit, uh, push for the podiums, uh, try and get some silverware as we never managed that all year last year. So I think I think if the feeling's good in the car, um, we'll definitely have a crack, but yes, uh, we'll know at the end of stage one whether uh, whether we're going to push it hard or um, just uh, participate for the day. So obviously, with the new car, that means a new class. We're seeing you in open two wheel drive this this year, as opposed to the NZRC two wheel drive um, championship we've seen you in the the last year. Um, you know, how how much of a difference is is that when you look at your rivals and where you might sort of fit in that that picking order? Do, do you have some some um, aspirations in terms of where you might sit in that? Uh, yeah, so we obviously looked at it uh, when we bought it and looking at the big names that were Van Klink and Strong uh, and then obviously Daniel Haynes is uh, in there as well. So looking at those guys, they're all quick, they're all loud, they're all proud and so we wanted to be uh, mixing it with them. Um, but in state, they've got a lot more experience so uh, pushing times with them is probably unrealistic but, you know, if if we're there and it feels good, uh, it might work and we might be able to um, have a good battle. But I yep. probably see our battle was more around the Peter Farrell. Uh, we had a good battle in Otago on on the Sunday. Um, so, yeah, that, that's probably our big battle. And, and, I mean, the reality is that's still likely to be battling for podium positions. You talk about you wanting to wear, you know, win some silverware and, um, you know, Peter 
found some success with that last year, getting to the end, being driving within himself, not taking risks and, and banking some some rewards. It'll make for a really interesting competition if you know, with you in the mix as well now, um, everyone's going to have to push a little bit harder to get those. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm a little bit disappointed that the numbers aren't there in uh, Cat 3. Um, so, yes, keeping your nose clean could end you with the podium. That's not kind of what we're here for. I mean, it's a massive expense to come and do it. So we want to be out there and driving and driving well. Um, rather than just keeping our nose clean. I mean, we did that last year, and now we're trying to step up and step the performance up as well. So. From a, from a from a driver competitive standpoint, you you look at a, a championship, and if you see that it's a fierce competition, does that make you want to be part of it? Like the fact that now we've got another contender in this category is that a carrot potentially for other drivers to go? Hey, I, I want a piece of this. Oh, exactly. And when, like I was saying about the numbers, um, that was what you, you look forward to in having a good competition with multiple drivers and finding a spot in the field and, and trying to push forward from there. Yeah. I mean, you, you obviously um, were in the, the old car at Otago. That was a fierce battle when you think of, you know, some of the guys around you and similar machinery. Um, you, you were part of that last year. That That class has become arguably the the most competitive class in, in all of the, the Brongo Property Group New Zealand Rally Championship, right? 100%. That is, that is the hardest class to partake in. Uh, and now with the new technology coming with these Rally 4 cars, uh, a non-turbo car is almost un, uncompetible. uncompetible. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it's a hard, hard one to say now uh, once everything is evened out. The was it R2Ts and the Rally 4 cars? Um, yeah, I think the class will end up being the whole way across the board that way. Uh, yeah, certainly exciting time for, for New Zealand Rally. Just tell us a little bit about your backstory, mate. How did you sort of get involved in, in the sport? Where did you, you know, whet your appetite um, from rallying? Was it, you know, how, how old were you when you first started showing an interest in the sport? Ah, uh, yeah. So I got my pilot's license at 16 before I got my car license. Uh, and then um, wasn't academic enough for that. So I took up motorsport, so drag racing. Uh, and then went to a bit of circuit racing and got bored of that. And then decided to, uh, an actual driver sport, which is hill climbs, gravel, loose surface, is, is the way to go. And never had a budget so you always had to be a better driver and now we're here we're probably uh one of the low low tier budget teams um pushing pushing the marker out for some of those people with bigger budgets so yeah. um yeah so my my rallying started probably three years ago just before lockdown um doing the rally sprints and then going well what if <laughs> uh, so we got we got Choi on board, which he had mega experience, and we had a had a little bit of taste, and then we made a commitment. Uh, he complained about the suspension in the Swift, um, so we ended up buying a Fiesta, uh, which took a chunk out of our budget, and and then we we had actually really good season, really reliable car. Um, that package is just amazing. 
and now we're now we're trying to build our own car um, and and have a go at the top top tier. It's it's obviously really early on in the piece. You know, you you just you've just made a you've made a significant amount of progress over the last couple of years. And you think you know part time driver to a full time campaign last year, now stepping up in class again this this year. Where do you sort of see the medium term future? You know, we we you know how far down the track uh, are you looking with with your rallying career? Uh, I think this year is my last year rallying. Um, just from a budget perspective, um, I may end up co-driving next year, or the wife may end up co-driving next year. So I'll either be uh, in the car or uh, working on the car next year. Uh, and then the probably long-term future, we I do a bit of junior motorsport, uh, do a bit of sponsoring them. So we might work with someone to try and get in there myself, and and try and get someone else in there. Um, the money side of things is always the hard one. I mean, I, I can't, if I can't put myself there, <laughs> I can't put someone else there. Um, is yeah. that, um, is, is that, you know, like, I mean, obviously budgets have, have the final say on all these things generally, but can you really see yourself only having one season in this car? You know, you, you've got to. Uh, well, I've got a mate that uh, gives me a couple of dollars uh, and I've got him in the rally sprint series as a co-driver and he's got the bug. So you never know. He uh, <laughs> he might step. He's already saying, well, how, how can you not drive it next year? How can you not do this? And it's like, well, yeah, the dollar at the end of the day has the final say, like you say. Um, who knows a year off might, might fill the pocket up again and have another crack. How, but, how have you? I, I'm really actually interested to find you know, like you, I'm, I'm fairly new to to the New Zealand rally community. Like I've, I've sort of been a fan for a long time, but really only got involved working in it in the last four or five years. You know, how have you found you know that compared to some other forms of motorsport and and some of the other things you've done in life? You know, that the community and and the the you know, like it's a fierce rivalry with your competitors. Everyone's out to try and beat each other, but there is quite a camaraderie away from competition. If that makes sense. 100%. So we all started uh, sitting on other people's trailers, having a yarn, um, getting information, getting stories, uh, how to best tackle a corner. Um, but yeah, like you say, the competition starts when you drop the helmet and then there's no holds barred. But as soon as the helmet comes off again, if your mate needs a, a helping hand or a part or something like that, we're all we're all for that. That whole rally community is pretty amazing. I mean, we had that um, the pinch pin on the bottom arm at Otago, and Christy put the word out there, and multiple people came to talk and help and give us advice, and uh, we had it sorted by the time someone offered the bolt. Um, but yeah, so that that's the sort of community it is. Um, yeah. If if there was a, a checkbook that went along with it, um, we'd all be <laughs> <laughs> we'd all be out there doing it a bit more well, often. Well, on that, I guess it's only fair to, to bring up your 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 main um, your main gig, the Upper Crust Bakery. Tell us a little bit about yep. that and how it is. It's pretty damn famous in in that part of the world, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent. People love it, and people brag and talk and and yeah, I don't know. It, it's the only way I know how to do it. Um, so, um, but then the dedication uh, with the finished work on the Tuesday. Drove to Wellington, caught the last ferry across, 
uh, signed in, did recce, raced, drove home. Um, wow. was, the ferry was five hours late, so I was two hours late to work, and it was a 20-hour drive straight to work and then worked 12 hours. Um, being Easter week, we had uh, billions of hot cross buns to make <laughs> and the community to serve, and um, no one else can do it as good as uh, I can do it, so it had to be done. So are you are you literally the you know responsible the main baker up at the crack of dawn to to yep. basically have everything ready to go, eh? So like what yep. are we talking three o'clock starts? Yeah, three o'clock starts, shop opens at four. Um I'm normally done around the lunchtime if unless I'm working the afternoon shift. And yeah, we're closed when I'm rallying. So I've your... got the wife wife to do a couple of days while uh, I go do recce and then she flies down and joins us in the rally. So it's a mega team team effort, uh, small crew, but yeah, very very uh, passionate, shall we say? Yeah, you guys always look like you're having a good time and you're, you're enjoying what you're doing. Um, you probably know that BB and I both quite like our our little uh, stops along the way at rallies to to find yeah. nourishment. Um, give us give us your what's your tip because we do have to travel through your part of uh, your neck of the woods on the way down to Bay Plenty this year. 100%. So I hear you talk about the pork belly pie. Well, I've got the ultimate pork belly pie. Uh, that's competition to your uh, one in Otago. Uh, but then if you like a bit of spice, we've got a jalapeno range at the moment. So yeah, we've got a double cheese, a cheese, and a pepper jalapeno steak pie. So they're um, pretty well talked about at the moment too. So. What about the, for those who've got a bit of a range. sweet tooth? What, what do you got on the, uh, sweet, on the sweet side that you'd recommend? Well, the old donuts, mate. You can't go past one of our donuts. They are just amazing. So, but and, you know, if you're there in the afternoon, they're probably sold out. So, and uh, for those that are travelling um, from from further afield to get to to Bay of Plenty, most of them will have to travel through um, through you know Tauranga, Mount Monganui. Tell us where, whereabouts to find you. Um, uh, in Central Parade, Mount Monganui, um, we're a big monster energy bakery so you can't miss us we've got a flashing light sponsored by led stuff <laughs> um so yeah just come in have a yarn uh, i'll be there until we have to be uh, on recce so uh, if you need um feeding uh just put your order in and we'll make it happen at bay plenty that sounds pretty damn good we'll be on the road early so i'll text it through and um look forward to look forward to enjoying the second half of our drive mate um <laughs> just just finally before we finish up here Whangarei, obviously a couple of weeks away now um, you know, you, you've had a taste of those roads last year. How does that sort of suit your driving style and, and what do you sort of expect from uh, the, you know, the stages up north? Uh, well, I think it suits a front-wheel drive car um, and probably being the only front-wheel drive in the class, it probably is going to be quite a good test for it. Um, those tight, twisty roads, uh, I'm, not, I'm not actually sure of the calendar, uh, the, the route, I should say, but that rearing road uh, we do on the rally sprints is one of my favourite roads. Um, probably compares to uh, Curry Bush, those uh, crests and commitment and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, but the fast-flowing, tighter corners is where the front-wheel drive will come alive and really, really give a good test. Absolutely, yeah. Really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to seeing you and the new car in action up there too, mate. Appreciate your yep. time. Uh, it's it's a, a bit of a challenge given your lifestyle, mate, but we appreciate it and um, go well. Look forward to seeing it, Fungaray. Yeah, awesome. Thanks very much, Pete. Uh, Dale. Yeah.